night, afternoon, evening, after morning time. How do you do? Good. I am so, I'm really excited. I'm excited to talk about chapter eight of this book. Eight is my favorite number. Did you know that? Wow. I did know that. Yes. <laughs> it is. How are you this morning? I'm good. I'm a little sleepy, but here I am. Glad to be here, alive yeah, and well. I am. That is so good. That is so, so good. Lauren, oh my goodness. We got to hang out today or do something. I know. I know. Right. I'm, I feel like I've been MIA and I, I, I deeply apologize. I know. Me and Reagan miss you. It's really sad. I live underneath you, but... Where am it's I? So you far know? away. So yeah. far away. But welcome everyone to the Brown Girl Bible Podcast. We are so excited that you are here with us today. Make sure you subscribe to um, our podcast if you haven't already. But this is season two, episode eight. Yes, welcome, welcome. Okay, Taylor. So to get us started, what are you looking forward to this spring and summer? It's very much winter time. We're very much over it. What are you looking forward to um, coming up? So, oh my goodness, I hear my baby girl waking up. I love her. So I am super pumped because, um, again, my name is Taylor. I just want to introduce myself for anyone who's new. And so this spring, I am going to take, speaking of my baby girl, Reagan, I'm going to take her to a indoor water park and we're going to have our first mother-daughter retreat our annual retreat that we're going to do forever so i'm very excited about that wait when is that happening can i crash you can i think yeah yes. let's talk about it. aunties isn't that gonna Welcome. be so fun when are you planning on doing it um sometime soon i'll let you know oh, okay okay yeah okay. what are you excited about this spring um what am i excited about this spring well I'm very excited um, to be outside. I still be trying to go outside even in the wintertime. Yeah. But I'm excited to like really be like fully outside, like just out here doing all the things. I really want to buy some kayaks, which is like such, such a lofty thing. Uh, goal because I don't know if I'm gonna have the funds but I would love to buy some kayaks and a car rack because we live so close to Lake Erie like so close so I would love to just like you know after work get my kayak drive like five minutes down to you know um, the lake and just like get a little paddle in yeah, you've been wanting a kayak for a while. So, yeah, yes. that would be awesome. You got to do it this year. And you um Lauren's very outdoorsy, like she likes to hammock and hike, so that would be really really great. Yes, I'm trying to get after it. I'm trying to be I'm trying to be about my outdoor life. You know, I'm yes, trying to be not on waiting. these streets, but on these on these lakes. On so. these lakes out here in Lake Erie. Lake Erie, for sure. Yes. Uh, so we are in season two of Brown Girl Bible. I have my baby girl, Reagan, with me. She just woke up. So excited mm. to see my girl, girl. But, yeah, we um we are in season two. We're going through a book called Crazy Faith by Michael Todd. And today we're talking about chapter eight. Um, so this chapter is called Fugazi Faith, 
which if you don't know what fugazi means, it just means like fake, like not real, like unauthentic. So he's basically explaining like what unauthentic faith may look like, may show up like in your life. Um, And he's talking about that in terms of like on the aspect of saving faith, but also just in terms of like the faith that we, um, the faith that we hold every day as we walk through life, like faith that God will work through us or do things in our lives. Um, So yeah, this was a really good chapter to clarify like, you know, this is what real faith looks like versus, you know, just kind of, um, you know, fake faking it, faking your faith until exactly. you make it, you know? Yeah, I agree. I really think that this chapter was really good. It actually surprised me, but and but it's a super important point to have. Um, he talks about, because there are a lot of cultural norms that we have that we may think are faith. Um, and he talks about those. We'll talk about those throughout the podcast, but um, how true faith in Jesus has certain characteristics and therefore there are certain characteristics that don't mark true faith. And so basically um, he starts out the chapter with his first example of how faith, um, like how hell is not afraid of fake faith. And so, like he said, fugazi faith or fake faith is unauthentic, it's substandard, and it's really not your own faith. And so he talks a couple of uh, examples in the Bible um, about basically how spiritually these spiritual leaders got put up to the test in the spirit and they couldn't come through because of their lack of faith. He Mm. talks about this really popular uh, story about the seven sons of Sceva and Sceva was a Jewish religious leader. So these are basically pastors, kids just like us, and they're traveling and they come across an evil spirit and they try to cast it out of somebody and they say i command you to come out and the spirit literally says hey we know paul we know these other people who have real faith and we even know jesus but literally who are you you have no authority and therefore they were overtaken by these spirits and that is just a prime example of fugazi faith and you trying to fight a battle when you're not actually backed by god because your faith is not in him they said, who are you? Like, we don't know her. They yeah. said, we do not know her. They said, sorry to this man. No, yeah, that's that's so real. Like, and that is so important because, you know, we, we know that, like, we don't fight against flesh and blood. And so the spirit realm, like, that is so important and such a, a good indicator like listen you can't bring that fake fake stuff here you will not be um effective and you think about these guys they're trying to cast out a demon but um you think about your own life like you just trying to show up in the world and make an impact in general like i mean people make impact negative and positive But if you're really trying to live for God or really just do anything that's actually genuinely good for others and for this world, it is not going to, um, it is not going to, you know, be fueled by God, be fueled by the spirit. If you have fake faith. Yeah. Because the real, the real world that we live in is the spirit realm. 
So that's why it looks like people are doing positive things and this is good, but you may not have spiritual power. You may not be doing anything in the spiritual realm. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, the Bible tells us we wrestle not against flesh and blood. We wrestle against principalities. If you can't do anything in the spiritual realm, is it really positive? You know, you're really not doing anything in the eyes of Christ because that's truly where we are. We are spiritual beings, whether you're saved or not. And so that's really real. And he, Michael Todd in his book even talks about um, how this applies to our life. He says, crazy faith starts with a real and personal relationship with God. It cannot be borrowed. God help you if you start claiming my tuition will be paid for in Jesus name whom Pastor Michael Todd preaches. That's faith that you do not own. That's mm-hmm. power you are not plugged into. Mm-hmm. And so the first piece of Fugazi faith that he described is a fake faith um, compared to authentic faith and just really describing how hell is just not afraid of the fake faith. You're really, it's not doing anything at all. Yeah, and the second aspect of faith, fake, fake, ooh, Lord, ooh, help us. Fake faith that Michael Todd describes is um, he really goes into faith is not just generic optimism. Um, Fake faith has no owner. So I think a lot of times we can really be optimistic. We could really be like, you know, I'm manifesting, blah, 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 whatever. Like, I just really believe this. But that is not faith. He has this quote, Optimism throws hope against a wall to see what stick, but faith assigns it to Jesus. So just assigning your hope to like, I just hope that it'll happen with no, like putting your faith in someone or in something is not, is not real faith. Um, and we love an optimistic queen. We love that. We love a positive girl. We love that or guy. But um, when it comes down to it, if you're just throwing your hope out there without any foundation or basis for why you have it, then, um, you know, then the foundation is just so rocky. Um, But when you put your hope in Jesus, like I have hope for this because of Jesus, because he is powerful to do it, because he loves me, because he has it you know, in his will or whatever, that is such, so much more of a firm foundation. And it really speaks to faith over just being, you know, genuinely optimistic. Right. I love that. And he gives some really good examples of his book of faith versus optimism. And the big differences I'm seeing is that optimism really has, yeah, like you said, hope, but it's not tied to anything. And faith is hope tied to God and it, he expresses it through way of Bible verses. And that's why it is so important for us to know our word and to memorize our word. Mm. So like one example he has is optimism says, I think I'm going to get better. And faith says by his stripes, I am healed. Isaiah 53, five. Mm-hmm. And so knowing the word and applying scripture to your faith journey is super crucial. Yeah. Because when you're just coming from optimism without having it be on the basis of anything it's really on the basis of you and your opinion and your power I think that this is how this should be so therefore I'm really gonna hope for it you know I think that I should be a millionaire 
So, you know, I'm just going to speak that into existence and, and yada, yada, yada. And that is really pride and idolatry. It's putting, you know, your will above and your own strength above God's. Um, and, uh, you know, when we're claiming things that God in God in Jesus's name, you know, that is putting him as the author and the center of our lives and our faith. Yeah. So, yeah, absolutely. And you guys may hear Reagan a little bit. You want to say hi to our podcast, Reagan? No. Okay. <laughs> She said, absolutely not. I could yeah, absolutely not. never okay, stoop to okay, such a just level. for a little while longer. Okay, Foods? Look, my necklace. Mm-hmm. I love you. But, Lauren, that was really good because, yeah, I feel like a lot of times people are like, I'm sending good vibes and, like, mm-hmm. my thoughts are with you. And it's like, okay, cool. Like, we love that your emotions are, like, being empathetic and, like, nice. But we need the power of God. <laughs> I mean, right, right. we need the power of the Holy Spirit. Like, we just, the thoughts and prayers are cool. You do want your mind and heart and soul to be in alignment, you know. But, man, we need the power of God on these crazy faith journeys for sure. Yeah. I love how, mm-hmm, oh, I'm ahead. so sorry. And no. I just, yeah. I too, it makes me think of a, um you know, the whole, like, the manifesting thing. Yeah. I feel like we should talk about this because I definitely have been a person where I was like, I'm manifesting this, like, blah, 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 blah. And um, I think that that's very interesting. A lot of us can be in, you know, use that language, kind of have that belief to an extent. And it is very interesting. Um, Taylor, what's, like, your thoughts and feelings on the whole manifesting thing? I think we have to be careful with it. And I think, I don't think we should completely villainize it and like, don't ever use the word manifest. You know, manifest is just a word, um, but it's really how you apply it and what your power is being rooted in. Mm -hmm. Um, I think of the story of Moses where, yeah, in the Old Testament where like, um, like Moses threw out a snake and it did, or threw out his rod and it turned into a snake, like an actual miracle. And then, but also the, um, the like non-christian like pagan people could do the same thing which is witchcraft Mm. and so there is spiritual power that is not rooted in god and that's Mm -hmm. real and a lot of this manifestation stuff honestly comes from this new ageism which is Mm -hmm. not of god and that's a whole conversation but so you do want to be careful on what you're talking about as far as manifesting, but manifesting in itself is not bad because I mean, the, those, these are some biblical principles like, um, like God will, you know, make all things new. That's a form of manifestation. I mean, so I think you have to be very, very careful, but I think the way that it's trendy and buzzwordy right now is you have to be very cautious with what you are agreeing with and very cautious on how you say it and what you say it and make sure you ask God to manifest things in your life. You know, I'm even cautious when I hear it in music and stuff like that. And I'm not one of these people. I'm not anymore. I used to be one of these people like the devil is around every corner, but still being very cautious. Like I manifest it like, no, like I believe that I have faith in God and he will manifest what he sees 
best. So that I think is a healthy way to apply manifestation in Christianity. I'm not manifesting anything. I'm having faith in God and my actions are aligning with that faith and God will manifest what he wants. Yeah. Yeah. I think that that's really important. Like, like what are you really, what, you know, for yourself, like, getting really clear on what you really mean when you're saying that, what you believe and what you are actually intending to do. Because I think what you said, Taylor, is very important. There is um, there is this new age spirituality that um, I think entices a lot of us. You know, it's very much permeated throughout our culture in a way that like a lot of religions and what permeate throughout our culture in a very shallow surface way but it's still a deep thing so when I say that I mean like there's a lot of people who's just like yeah I'm a Christian like Jesus blah 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 but they don't know a bible verse they don't know you know they don't know a lot about it and that's how I think especially western American culture tends to be about religion you don't actually deeply know a lot about it but you talk about it and you claim you're into it like a lot of people claim they're Buddhist, but it's like, girl, do you actually even know anything about that? Um, so in the same way, I think it's very popular in culture right now. Some of these new age types of concepts, um, uh, but we may know about it on a surface level, but you have to understand that there are deeper things. There's a whole belief system that is not rooted in Christ that is rooted in the enemy, to be honest. And, um, yeah, so it's very demonic, it's straight yeah, up demonic in witchcraft, yes. literally devil worship. Yeah. So you have to be very clear and really be careful around that stuff, um, because things would be slippery slopes. So I definitely understand manifesting in that sense, but I also understand that I, I watch a lot of like, um, goal setting, journaling, that kind of stuff. So I do understand the concept of manifesting in a sense of like, not not a power behind it, but just when you approach things with more confidence, you know, you're more likely to act on it. And so things are more likely, it's more likely to come about, which I think is a lot of the concept around like vision boards and stuff where it's like, if you approach like, I mean, if you think about it, like if you approach a thing like, oh, I don't know if I'll do that well, and then you try at it, you're, you don't feel confident, so you're not putting forth your best effort. And so it's like a self-fulfilling prophecy in the same way, like manifesting like that principle is like very much like I'm manifesting that I am paying off my student loans in 2022. When you just have that confident energy around it, you're more likely to pursue it and attack it confidently. So I think that's an aspect of it too that's not necessarily spiritual, that's just like a human nature type of principle. Um, but I also agree, Taylor, with what you're saying of like, you know, you know, taking that power, like God can do this, like God will work. Um, and yeah, that, cause, that level too. Cause I think it's all tied in because it's like our soul on a soul level. You're right. Like saved or not. Like if you just put a thousand percent effort into like one area and focus on the chances of you being successful in that area is high. Mm -hmm. um, but as believers, our responsibility is to make sure it's rooted in Christ. And the reason for our confidence, like I know I could pay off my student loans because 
God is my provider. Mm-hmm. He doesn't want me to be in right. debt. Yeah. And I'm going to work hard. So that's the thing I love about Mike Todd. The third point he talks about is that um, how our faith is made complete, and that's through action. Mm. We know that faith without works is dead. And so what he talks about in here is he says, I'm quoting Michael Todd. He says, but I do want to remind us right now that God will do everything we can't do, but nothing we can. Mm. He's not going to write a budget out for you and take charge of your out of control spending. He's not going to listen to your kids tell long, boring stories so that when they're older, they trust you with questions. He's not going to whisk you through time and space and just put you in an AA meeting. Mm. And so it says crazy faith, trust God to do his work and get cracking on my own in the meantime the third feature of fugazi faith on the other hand is that fake stuff wants god to do his work and mine and i know we've all prayed that prayer like god just do this for me just speak this to me exactly just you know figure this out for me just drop that check in the mail for just 100k lord just 100 you know (laughs) that's it right do i have to work harder and build businesses to make money Mm, just drop the check you can do it you know absolutely drop the drop the check every month just cover it all and i'm still gonna pray that prayer i am yeah oh every day you know that's one thing i don't agree with him fully is like i think god does do that stuff sometimes i definitely fully had a moment this year where I was just being irresponsible with my money. And I was like, God, I'm stressed out about my money. Can you provide? And then God literally did drop a check. So I think God some uh, God sometimes does do that stuff. But I think that he won't do that stuff to the detriment of our character growth. Like he's not going to baby you so that you just become not who you could be. So that you don't grow in your character. Like he's definitely going to have you, you know, do the things that will that will benefit you in the long run. Like he's like we're his children. He's not going to spoil us. Right. And that's not to say God won't do like God. I'm going to continue to ask God for these crazy, miraculous things like for checks sure. in the mail. Absolutely. But it's exactly what you said, Lauren. He's um, not going to spoil us. And he, Michael Todd in the book says, Fugazi faith wants the results without the responsibility. Mm. So like send me that check and I don't want to tithe. I don't want to, you know, be responsible. I want to blow it. Like God's not going to be like, sure, just go spend a hundred K on Louis Vuitton, you know? (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. But yeah, yeah, this was a really good chapter. And like, yeah, we just have to remember like authentic faith is really trusting, trusting in God, like really. And like, you know, you know, that faith is, uh, is shown in our works. Um, so I hope that you all have an absolutely best blessed day. Yes. I hope that you, um, you go out here, you absolutely kill it. You walk in confidence, confidence that's backed by Christ. Yes. Just randomness. Right. Um, and we love that for you. If you're doing that, we love, we truly love that for you. Um, and let us know, um, what you're claiming confidence in in this season in the comments and please give us a five star rating absolutely we would love to hear from you and we will talk to you soon bye bye